case. So, uh, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, so, there's not much to, to the, talk about. <laughs> welcome to the Workrate Podcast. This is our Cody has left AEW in review. Um, I'm joined by Brad Harcastle. Brad, how you doing? Devastated. Absolutely dipped. No, I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm fine too. I am. I am a little sad because, like, when I think of AEW, like I think of Cody. Mm-hmm. Like I can't like separate like that face. Yeah. From AEW. It's you just, know what I mean? It's. I don't know. It's weird to me because he, you know, he helped start the company. And he was an EVP, so that that's what's really weird to me. But like in terms of wrestling stuff, he hadn't really been on that much lately, so that's not really no. going to be missed. But yeah, it's just like he's just in the DNA of the brand. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, he's the brand. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, like it's weird. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's so much that we didn't get to finish. Yeah, we didn't get to see. Like we never. We never finished the Cody and MJF storyline. Mm-hmm. We never saw Cody versus any of the elite. We yeah. never saw Cody versus Moxley. We never saw Cody versus CM Punk, which right. he just teased. Yeah, I was going to say, that was like the last thing he was teasing. And we never saw Danielson Cody do the heel turn. Mm-hmm. We never saw that the teased four horsemen. Never happened. We never saw, like. Mm-hmm. It feels like none of his storylines finished. Yeah. And maybe that's the reason why he left is because he can never finish them. And like, they never, and like just recently, like within the past month or two, he had said, what we're doing in AW is not something that anyone's ever done in wrestling before. This was a month ago that he said that. And, and I don't know. I I found the past few months of Cody among the most invested. He was one of the most. He was one of the things I was most invested in. Yeah. Like this storyline he was doing, as weird and crazy and convoluted and like winding that it was, it was engaging. I was like, mm-hmm. oh shit, I can't wait to see how this plays out. And we never will. Yeah. So yeah. for that reason, I'm like, oh man. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it's, if the rumors are to be believed, he, he left because he didn't have as much booking power, but now he wants to go to WWE where he's going to have no booking power. So yeah, maybe, maybe they're just going to offer him a ton of money and that's okay. <laughs> like there is talk that sort of, that, the Wade Keller podcast or interview or whatever it was that all that stuff that came out about Cody and Brandy. I don't, I don't really believe all of it to be true mm-hmm. because I'm somebody who in the infancy of AW, I listened to a lot of P pro wrestling torch and Wade Keller on his, uh, on his AW podcast. And he always approached them from, uh, from a very pessimistic, the sky is falling, um, sensationalist approach. Mm-hmm. Like he would, he would see some things. He would, he would get some facts, and then he would kind of fill in the blanks himself, and mm-hmm. be a little uh, like glass half empty kind of thing. 
And when I was, I sent you that transcript of, I think it was a podcast where he, he said all this stuff. Like one of the things was saying, you go through the, you ask anybody in AW and nobody likes Brandy. Yeah. And then immediately five people from the company tweeted saying that's fucking bullshit. Retract yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. We love Brandy. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, so right there, he's lying. Mm-hmm. Because he said nobody likes Brandy. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so that's factually wrong. And he presented it as fact. Mm-hmm. So now everything else he said is put in doubt. Yeah. As a result. So anything new that came from that. And then every article and everything that was came out yesterday about Brandy and Cody and all this stuff was all sourcing Wade Keller. Mm-hmm. So it was all coming from him. Yeah. So all of that stuff, uh, like, take it with a grain of salt. He has sources, much like Meltzer, but people love to hate on Meltzer because he in, he inserts some of his own inferences mm-hmm. into yeah. his news, some of his opinions, and so does Keller. And it's obvious just based off of this Brandy stuff. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure he talk, he's talked to a few people who don't like Brandy. Yeah. But then we got Aubrey, we got Nyla, we got Velvet, we got fucking Vicky Guerrero. Mm-hmm. And then you can throw TK, uh, you can throw Tony Khan in there as well, because he thanked Brandy on her way out. Mm-hmm. So there's five people. Yeah, uh, yeah. Four that came to the defense of her after what Keller said, and and TK, who obviously didn't have a problem with her. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so I don't know how much of this uh, Cody was a liability, nobody liked them, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how much of that is true. Mm-hmm. What we do know is that Cody lost some control because mm-hmm. everybody lost control from Tony Khan um, when he took over most of the booking. So that could have, in theory, rubbed Cody the wrong way, but... uh what people are saying is that there might have been not not a confrontation, but sort of a breaking point in the negotiations, mm-hmm. which I've seen a lot um, because I'm a sports fan and I've seen uh, teams negotiating with star players and then they hit an impasse and then the player signs somewhere else. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that there's any bad blood or what have you. It just means that, Cody was willing to die on a hill wanting a certain thing. TK said, no, I'm not giving you that thing. And Cody said, okay, I'm walking. Yeah. We don't know what that was. It could have been that, uh, he's like, well, if I, if I'm not going to get booking control, I can have no booking control and more money somewhere else. Mm -hmm. That could be why who knows. Yeah. But, uh, he walked and it was shocking and I cannot believe it. It it was, it was very shocking just because, like we were saying, he's kind of just in the DNA. It, it all mm. pretty much all started from that tweet bet he made with uh, Dave Meltzer all those years ago. That was bet? Yeah, it's pretty much how all this started. So it's just yeah. kind of shocking. And, like, I know he was in kayfabe, and he probably doesn't really hate WWE, but just on TV, you know, he'd always kind of do little jabs oh, at him. Yeah, it's just like funny he, for him to go back. Yeah, he. I mean, he said in interviews – I don't hate WWE. Like, it was kayfabe. Yeah. 
because he said, I don't hate WWE. I look up to Triple H. I have a good relationship with uh, with Vince. Mm-hmm. Like he's said that the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he's never wavered from that. So it's not surprising. In the, it, It's surprising in the sense that the whole, we are pro wrestling, mm-hmm. that whole speech, all these speeches, that guy is now maybe most likely going to WWE. Yeah, he could, he could not. He could go to Impact for all we know, but I yeah, doubt it. <laughs> I, uh, Sean Ross Sapp the other day said he 70%. Mm-hmm. Cody's going there. Sports Illustrated has said he is going there. Um, uh, Sean Ross Sapp says he could sign with AEW still. Like mm-hmm. nothing is, uh, nothing's set in stone. There's, uh, he just, he didn't sign a contract. Like sometimes that happens. Like there's a, like they leave, whatever. Maybe he has, I don't know, some remorse comes back. Like, Things happen. Mm-hmm. TK could give in a little bit. Yeah. Maybe he, up his offer. He could go to WWE and see what they offer him. And he's like, nah. And then, all right, Tony, I'll I'll take this contract or something like that. Because like, what's interesting is all the EVPs, supposedly, or a lot of the, uh, the big time players, had options at the end of their contract that Tony Khan could pick up. Like a sports option at the end, you can pick up the option for let's say a third year or mm-hmm. whatever. So I guess he did that with Jericho. I believe he did that with the bucks or they resigned the bucks. Like he's done that with a few of them. I guess he didn't pick up the option for Cody. Mm-hmm. He chose not to. Yeah. For whatever reason. So obviously there was something there where he didn't like a certain thing Cody was doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe Cody, this is all speculation, but like maybe there's a world where Cody was harder to book for whatever yeah. reason. Maybe Cody didn't want to do certain things. Mm-hmm. Um that maybe maybe TK wanted him to go heel and Cody he didn't yeah. want to go heel. Um yeah. despite the fans wanting that. And that final promo that he did is fascinating now. Mm-hmm. because it's sort of he knew it's yeah. sort of like he knew because mm-hmm. he said like oh they they said uh they said they don't want me to do this promo but i'm not i'm never gonna get another chance mm-hmm. um talking about uh cm punk how cm punk wanted to do this but i'm the one that actually did this it was sort of like it was kind of like his pipe bomb before mm-hmm. he left yeah yeah, I mean, at least uh, he went out on a high note with that killer he match. He did, man. Yeah. <laughs> he went out with his best match, mm-hmm. with the best uh, the best uh, singles ladder match I've ever seen. Yeah, personally. it was incredible. Yeah, um, like it's up there with uh, with HBK. Mm-hmm. Um, just just incredible, incredible stuff. Um, and he should be proud. And I hope that. When people think back on his legacy, they look back on the first year of AEW where he, for me, he was in 2019, 2020, like the first year of AEW, he was my wrestler of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, man, that match he had of Dustin, that was just incredible stuff. The Dustin story, the Jericho story, the MJF story, Mm -hmm. 
uh, starting the TNT title, the open challenge, uh, bringing in Eddie Kingston for that match, putting over Eddie Kingston in that match, taking that power bomb on the tax mm-hmm. that we'd never seen from Cody before. Ricky Starks making Ricky Starks mm-hmm. all the four pillars in AEW. He put over each and every one of them. He lost and put over um, Darby. He lost and put over Sammy. He lost and put over MJF. And he he beat, but also put over Jungle Boy. And those are the four pillars. So when people say Cody buried people, no, he did not. All the future stars he put over. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. that should be his legacy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got no problems with Cody. Uh, I love Cody. I think yeah. he's great when just, he doesn't get in his own way. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I'm just, I'm actually more con- like not concerned, but wondering what's going to happen with like the Go Big Show and stuff like that. Like, I imagine that's not happening. Mm-hmm. At least not on TBS or yeah, wherever I, it was. I have no idea how the ratings are for that show or anything. So like, it could. John Rossap said that if he goes to uh, WWE, uh, USA could pick it up. Fox could pick it up. Mm-hmm. Like one of those channels could pick it up, mm-hmm. or wherever uh, Ms. and Mrs. is. Is USA? that on USA? Yeah. yeah, they could they could easily pick it up. Mm-hmm. They know how to make those shows. So I. F- Fully expect if he goes to um, WWE that his first feud is between Miz and Maurice and Cody and Brady. That's fully what I'm expecting to happen. Yeah, some people are saying they want um, Cody and Brandy versus Triple H and Stephanie. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I don't think Triple H can like physically wrestle anymore, though. He's they had that well, scary. What Cody head. should do, and I'd be so mad if he did did this because I wanted it in AEW. He should just go in there, just fucking pedigree his first mm-hmm. match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> start heal right away like mm-hmm. god damn it yeah <laughs> yeah I, that's also what i'm most curious about is how wwe is going to treat him are they going to treat him super well like hey look at you aw guys look what happens when you come over here i think they'll treat him well but he's going to be working with wwe creative which mm-hmm. is bad at the best of times mm-hmm Yes, which is look at bad his, at the best of times. Just think of Stardust. In the- <laughs> no, it's just like, think of even the best storylines they have going on mm-hmm. right now or the past year. They get in their own way. Yeah. Yeah, unless you're Brock or Roman, they're not doing much f- for anyone right but now. But even then, like Brock's storyline recently has been weird. Like, like dropping the title here, losing there. Mm-hmm. Well, like, it hasn't been good. Like winning the Royal Rumble. It wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Like he's being treated well, but it's not good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like going to be interesting. Roman's character is good, but his feuds aren't really like. Who's the threat? There's no threat. Yeah, like it's not good. He's a good character in a bad storyline. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Interesting times, indeed. Like I could like. I see him being sort of topping out and being kind of like a Randy Orton type character, like that kind of stature mm-hmm. in WWE. What I'm worried about is they're going to come in, treat him well at first. So they're like, look, look what happens when you come here. And then three, four months down the road, he's just in the 24 yeah. seven division. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. And then I don't think they would cut him. Cause I think they know that he would just go back. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't think they would want that. So I don't know. He's he's taking a big risk mm-hmm. because he's not going to be able to pitch his own ideas or do it. He's just going to have to do what they give him. Mm-hmm. And if it's bad, it's bad. And he just has to do the bad mm-hmm. stuff. Like, what? I don't know. It's... It's weird. You're mm-hmm. at the whim of WWE creative and yeah. nobody's really thrived. Yeah. In that. It doesn't matter. Like the people in WWE are talented. Mm-hmm. So, and it's been bad. So yeah. Good luck. Yeah. He won't be having the matches that he was having in AEW. No, that's no, not at all. So we'll see if he enjoys it. I don't know. A, he wants to have his mania moment is essentially what this is. Yeah. So you're going to get your mania moment, but what then what? Mm-hmm. What's next? Like you're not go you're not going over Brock, you're not going over Roman. Mm-hmm. So what's uh Yeah. As long as Brock and Roman are there, he, he he's not going anywhere near any of the world titles. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing is WWE does need a guy of his stature. They need a guy of his stature. And he'd be up he'd be up there with like Seth and mm-hmm whatnot those guys but i don't know good luck yeah i won't be watching but <laughs> good luck yeah i w- wish him all the best <laughs> yeah unless i hear something like he something incredible happens i i won't be watching either but yeah uh, i don't care mm-hmm. <laughs> i the, i've had people i like go to wwe and i don't watch them mm-hmm. so it's fine like we we saw what um uh, Brian Danielson was there, mm-hmm. and what he is now. So like yeah. those are the those are the levels. Mm-hmm. Like I watched one Daniel Bryan match in like three years, mm-hmm. which was uh, funny enough his final one. Yeah, I didn't know it at the time. Yeah, against Roman on SmackDown or whatever. Yeah, that was really so good. I heard it's pretty good, so <laughs> yeah. I watched it. The camera work made me want to throw up. But yeah, I that's. I don't watch WWE as much as I used to. And when I try to, I'm like, I am not used to this camera work and it is giving me a headache. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's like, it's like a sugar rush mm-hmm. watching, uh, watching WWE programming. Oh yeah. Like it's really sweet. And I don't, I, I can have just a little bit and then I got to stop. I got to turn it off and mm-hmm. too much of it makes me want to throw up. Yep. For sure. Okay. So let's get to this episode. This was really good. Oh God, I love this episode. What Last week I was saying this was top three. This week, top four. Like that's how much I like this episode. I thought it was really good. Yeah, the one thing we didn't really get, which I thought we would, was um, I thought we would get a reference to mm-hmm. to Cody. Yeah. We did not get a reference to Cody. We got like very small tributes to him in the. In the final match, yeah. Well, in the when we talk about the punk stuff, they mentioned the yeah, match that he was in with Brody, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to shy away from the history. Mm-hmm. Like they'll always they'll they'll talk about like, oh yeah, when he faced Cody or whatnot. They're not going to shy away from that because they don't do that. But like I thought, uh, I thought maybe somebody would mention him in a promo. Yes. Or Max Caster. Would I really thought that's that. who would mention it was Max Caster. <laughs> like, I'm going to send you packing like Cody or something like that. <laughs> CM Punk or MJF or I thought someone would say something. Yeah, or like, we didn't see Dan Lambert at all. He 
he would have been kind of the perfect guy to come out and say oh, something. He's going to. Mm-hmm. He's going to whenever he does. He's absolutely going to say something. Mm-hmm. But speaking of saying something and CM Punk, we had an incredible CM Punk promo. Yeah, this is dope. Um, He goes out there. He the The episode starts with him in the ring. He's cross-legged. He's doing his straight edge gimmick, which I didn't realize it would end with. And I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. That is, I never put that together. Me either. Until he said it, and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> he and MJF's lines, mm-hmm. like MJF's line, is half CM Punk's line. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy. Of, and it's a because like it's his favorite wrestler of all time yeah like that's the person that he kind of built his or that that was one of his major influences <laughs> like i'm better than you and you know it. He, all he did was add and you know it to the mm-hmm. end of cm punk's line which is amazing and then he says cm punk says i inspired a lot of people with that gimmick i had people turning straight edge I had wrestlers turning straight edge. I inspired a whole generation of wrestlers. Um, and I think back on my, on, on some of the greatest matches. I think back on uh, Piper in Portland. He mentioned, I don't remember where Brett's thing is. I'm just going to say Calgary. Yeah, I think that's what it is. <laughs> Brett and Calgary. Yeah. Brett and Calgary, Piper in Portland, which is significant. We've mentioned Piper in Portland before mm-hmm. i can't take credit for that the person who um it was sidgwick of uh of what culture that caught the piper important references over and over and over um saying that was likely dog collar related mm-hmm. and i thought it was i saw that and i was like yeah dog collar or steel cage yeah. and i was f- firm in that because of mjf running away they were building to this. Um, Punk says that, you know what? And he's he was thinking about it too. He's like, I'm thinking about, I get to choose my stipulation. And I'm thinking about MJF, he's always running away. And I could put him in a steel cage, but he can climb out of the steel cage and run away. Mm-hmm. Wardlow can still climb up the steel, the steel cage. He's like, so I got to thinking what are some of my most famous matches? And then you think, what are the matches that took the most from me? And you think, ah, Raven, Mm -hmm. his dog collar match with Raven. Raven beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And Raven wore a kilt in that Mm -hmm. match, a reference to Piper. Mm -hmm. Um, and he and CM Punk pulls out the dog collar out of this little gift box and he says, MJF, will you be my Valentine? Which is such a cool line. Yeah. Because it's Piper versus Greg the Hammer Valentine mm-hmm. saying that CM Punk is Piper and MJF is the Valentine, which mm-hmm. is so good because MJF has been saying, I'm better than Piper mm-hmm. is awesome is so good and then he holds up the the original photo of young max uh little child max at a 
at a meet and greet with CM Punk back in the day. He said, this was the greatest day of your life. For me, it was Friday. <laughs> he said, revolution will be the worst day of your life. And for me, it'll be Sunday. Yeah. Channeling his uh, Street Fighter movie in Bison, which was awesome. <laughs> so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. MJF comes out. He can't say anything. He knows he's gotten caught. Mm-hmm. He, uh, got foisted by his own petard. This is the second time I'll say that. Um, And I'll say it in this segment because I was writing down that uh, Mercedes Martinez got foisted by her own petard when I was watching that match. And then literally as I wrote it into my notes, Excalibur said it. I was like, son of a bitch. (laughs) You stole my line. (laughs) It's like, X, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to use it now and I'm not going to use it later. Um, but this is so good. This was perfect. This is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this we is are going to get an absolutely bloody mess. Oh, yeah. yeah this match is going to be brutal. Brutal. And I can't wait. Can't wait. I I don't know who's going to win it, though. I think it's going to be CM Punk. I can see CM Punk winning it. But I can also see MJF winning it. Just Oh, MJF could certainly win it. Because mm-hmm. he has gone over on everybody in every single one of his feuds. Mm-hmm. He's gone over. Although, did Jericho tap him out? Yeah, I guess, because Jericho had to quit. Yeah, if G- if Jericho. D- I, you know what, actually? I could see CM Punk winning because like, Wardlow doesn't, win. doesn't help him out or something. And yeah. that starts their feud. Because if MJF wins, he goes right to the title picture. Mm-hmm. And I Again, I don't know if that's his time yet. No. Like, I think I think he is the next champion, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's his, if he is um, I don't know if it's like this instant. Yeah, but maybe, I can see them saving that for the summer. It's a, this is one of those unpredictable ones, and I say this just because MJF got the last win. Mm-hmm. So to get another one on CM Punk seems Crazy. like not the play. Yeah. I feel like the, yeah, I feel like this is CM Punk's win to get. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the ne- the next thing we had was interesting, kind of weird. So we have Jurassic Express in the back. They announced that they are, that they're going to be in a triple threat at Revolution kind of came out of nowhere mm-hmm. and they say that the the two teams that they'll be facing are going to be decided by two different battle royals one battle royal next week with the with the tag teams and then another casino battle royal so and it's all the same teams in both of those battle royals oh is it okay is, i thought it was gonna be weird yeah, I thought it was going to be two different teams. That's two, well, two different I don't know. sets they of didn't, teams. They didn't really explain that very well. Yeah, well, yeah, just I thought that because uh, later on when we have the the elite uh, undisputed era promo, they mentioned that well, we're both going to be in the matches. So I, I just didn't know. I thought they were each being one. Yeah, I think they're all in both of them, and I guess whatever the winning team is from the first one won't be in the second. Yeah, well, that's. Those are the two teams I fully expect to win. <laughs> it's the Young Bucks and Red Dragon. Maybe Santana and Ortiz, but... I, I mean, we can we can hop into that part right now. So we hear from 
we hear from the super click and we have uh the bucks talking about how they're so excited to win the uh to win the whatever the battle royal that is next week i don't know if it's the casino or not i don't think it is i think it's just the regular one um and um it's weird that one has the gimmick of the casino and the other one doesn't (laughs) i don't it's it's kind of it's a little messy in in my opinion yeah to do them that way but whatever uh this is what they've chosen um I feel like when the second one happens, they're gonna, people are going to be like, "That just did this last week." It's mm-hmm. going to be weird. You're, they're going to get some complaints mm-hmm. with that, I think. But maybe that's why they're throwing the gimmick on the second one. Yeah, so it's, it's not just... exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. It's odd. Anyways, uh, I mean, I guess in theory, a surprise team could come out mm-hmm. in one of them in the casino in the casino one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so the Bucks say like. Oh, we're gonna win it, and then the red dragon's like, "Oh no, actually, we we had plans on winning it." And they mm-hmm. they're going back and forth, and they're like, "Hey, um, Kyle, where have you been lately?" And Kyle's like, "Oh, I've been accepting my award for Father of the Year because I just had a new I just had a a new child." And uh, Matt says, "Oh, you have a child? I have two of those." And then Nick <laughs> goes. I actually have three. <laughs> and then Adam Cole says, you guys all have beautiful children. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, they all, they all leave and Adam Cole's looking around. He doesn't know which team to follow. <laughs> and Brandon Cutler says, who are you going to follow? Adam. He's like, shut up, Brandon. <laughs> Good yeah. stuff. I liked that. So, but yeah, convoluted for, how to get to a triple to threat this. match at the pay-per-view. Because <laughs> clearly they're building it so that the Bucks win one of them, Red Dragon wins the other. Mm-hmm. That's what they're building towards. But that seems too predictable for me. So yeah. I think one of the teams is going to win. And then the Bucks may pull a hangman and mm-hmm. prevent... Um, you know how like uh, he prevented them from winning that gauntlet match? They yeah. could do something similar to Red Dragon so that they lose, and then maybe it's Proud and Powerful Yeah, that'd be cool. that wins, and then yeah. that continues their feud mm-hmm. going forward. And then maybe they end up be the t- being the team that wins, and then Red Dragon faces them for the title, or something along those lines. Yeah, I could see that. But also yeah. in the we jumped ahead, but the Jungle Express or Jurassic Express promo was unexpectedly horny. Yes, when, <laughs> Jungle they, Boy was like, "I love a good threesome wrestling match." <laughs> they they do a lot of that with mm-hmm. that with that group. They also uh, joke a lot about pounding ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end of the promo last night, you just have Luchasaurus going three way. <laughs> He did that last week too with something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was. I think it might have been on. Uh, it was on Rampage. It was he was like main event, yeah. <laughs> something like that. It was. It wasn't main event, but it was along those lines. Mm-hmm. They're just gonna make him say like short phrases from now on. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's the gimmick now mm-hmm. for him, and it's very funny. Oh no! It was when they were facing the ass boys. He just he went ah, 
ass. <laughs> <laughs> he just growled ass. Ass. <laughs> In the background is fantastic. So let's get to the first match of this show. And I am a self-professed Lee Moriarty mark. I am a fanboy. I love that man. I think everyone I have should one be. Of the... If you're not, I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah, I have, as I've said, I have one of his shirts. I think he's fantastic. I've been waiting for them to just let him go in a match. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much did here, but against Brian Danielson. So you know that Brian Danielson is going to be getting the upper hand. This was um, lead. This was going through or a follow-up on the uh, Danielson dojo storyline that they've been saying that they've been talking about um lee mori came out to his who we are music which was cool which yeah. is that uh that al- his songs actually my favorite off that album so far that i've heard it's really nice um this i haven't listened good- to it is it actually like them rapping on it and stuff not that well there there are a few there there are a couple uh wrestlers that are on their own tracks Caster's on his. I, I was gonna say, Caster's got to be on his. Sunny Kiss sings on hers. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, for the most part, it is they are rappers and singers from the industry. But like within uh, within the universe of wrestling, so it's like Wrestle and Flow. Oh, okay. Who uh, did stuff for WWE and did did Sean Spears' uh, song. Mm-hmm. Montezzi, who Sammy Guevara's song is by him. Um, the guys from Grapsity uh, both produced and rapped on a couple songs. So it's all people within the industry okay. uh, That's doing cool. stuff. That's so that cool. is cool. Leo Rush was on it. And then obviously when all this happened, he left and he's mm-hmm. not on it anymore. Um, yeah, it's good. I like what I've heard so far. It's not out yet, mm-hmm. but the uh, they've been coming out to those songs every once in a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this match starts. They're going toe-to-toe with the wrestling. Um, Lee Moriarty approaching it like a, a nice wrestling match. He's doing the chain wrestling, going showing that he can go with uh, Brian Danielson. Brian Stan- Brian Danielson just slaps the tongue out of his mouth. Yeah. Just and then just with a big smirk on his face. He's like, "Here we go, man. This is mm-hmm. this is what you signed up for. Um you you wanted you wanted the violence. Um he put we got him we got a Romero special into a dragon sleeper, which is probably the grossest submission mm-hmm. combination that I've seen. I hate it <laughs> i hate it um danielson did uh he did what's his name um orton's draping ddt spot but instead of yeah. doing the ddt he let him go and just need him that on the side of the head looks so gnarly that was brutal just disgusting mm-hmm. and then they did that cool upside down like inverted leg vine. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> like handstand thing where they're just slapping each other in the face, which is the second time we've seen that. The first time was Jungle Boy and MJF. Mm-hmm. Did that once. 
but Danielson and Lee brought it back, and I loved it. And the crowd was hot for this, which was nice. The crowd was hot um, all, all night. night. Yeah, all they night. were the into everything. Crowd. Yeah, great crowd. Except for um, the one guy that had the Adam Cole has a dad bod sign. That was dumb. That guy's but, an idiot. Yeah, show me your body. Yeah, yeah, for real. I wish I had a dad bod like that. And then I think that same guy, or maybe somebody by him, had a sign that said, uh, "Same guy." Yeah, Danielson cried at the end of Old Yeller, which he responded to it this afternoon. I didn't cry at the Old Yeller, but what I do cry at is all the sea turtles that uh, died when they burned off the oil from the BP oil spill. I was like, I still love that he's still an eco warrior. <laughs> that is good. I mean, he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this was this is Danielson dragging Lee into the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with the slaps, with the with the elbows, like Lee Lee wanting a a nice sporting wrestling match, and Danielson saying, "No, no, no, I'm gonna drag this anger out of you." Yeah, I want that and, violence. And we got that anger. He would he would drag the anger out of him, and then capitalize on it by like essentially like dragging him to the dark side, and then <laughs> like letting him lose his composure. And then he's like, "Okay, but now I got you in this hold <laughs> because you." Uh, because you let your guard down or you got too aggressive. Really cool stuff. There was the, um, he was doing, I can't remember the name of it, but he was doing, uh, or Moriarty was doing Alex Shelley's move. Uh, the, the his version of the, uh, of the cross face, which is really oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. And then Danielson countered it into the capture suplex. Mm-hmm. Just dropped him on his head. Um, then we got, of course, the Busaiko knee, the stomps, the triangle with the double buys. <laughs> I fucking love it when he flexes on people after it. Like he was out after the stomps, but then he just flexes on them. He was they, out after the first stomp. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they even have the camera angle like above the ring too, so you can see the Danielson flex after he <laughs> stomps him out. What a shit. Mm-hmm. Absolute shit. And he grabs the mic. And he says, ladies and gentlemen, I came out here to teach Liam Mori- Lee Moriarty about the glorious violence of wrestling. Do you think that he live up? That he lived up? Do you think that he brought the violence? Was it sufficient? And and the crowd goes, yay. Do you think that he didn't? Yay. He's like, well, that's the last time I'm asking the crowd for anything. Yeah, he, Damn. Said, uh, he said, this is why I don't <laughs> trust the American people with anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> true, they gave the same reaction. He's yeah. like, like, he didn't live up to it, did he? Yay! Did, <laughs> like, they gave the, for both yes and no. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, you suck. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was hilarious. <laughs> and then, uh, and then he says, he's like, I asked for Mox to come out. I said that we would teach these young wrestlers about violence and out comes Moxley. Uh, Moxley grabs the mic and he said, he said, like decades ago, I was a lot like Lee Moriarty and Daniel Garcia and Wheeler Yuta. I was young, dumb and broke. I was... I was stupid. I challenged Brian Danielson to a match on the Indies one time. Brian Danielson came out 
and he beat the shit out of me. And I lost, of course, and every other match that I faced him in, I lost each every I lost each subsequent match from that point on. I have never beaten Brian Danielson anywhere in my career. And I would love to find out if I could now. I'm a very different man. But Danielson doesn't seem to want to fight me now. He wants to join me. And I'm not saying that He's like, it seems like a pretty good opportunity. I'm not saying yes. I'm not saying no. But what I am saying is I don't join anybody before I've bled with them. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to leave that where it is. And it's the balls in Danielson's court. And Danielson looks pissed. Mm -hmm. He looks furious. And but then you think back, you're like, oh, yeah, Eddie Kingston fought him. Oh, yeah. Um, Darby Allen fought him. Oh, yeah. Like he fought Mm -hmm. all the other people who have teamed with him. Or if he did team with them, it didn't go well. Like Mm -hmm. when he teamed with Pac and they ended up walking out on each other. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's like he's got to or he's got to get that. uh, He's got to get that trust or that respect before he's going to tag with you. So this is awesome. So we're going to get this match at Revolution. It's going to be good. And this is like the best of both because I thought they'd team up and then they'd fight, but now we get them to fight and then team up. And then potentially a team up yeah. or a fight and then maybe two to three of those guys join Danielson and they just, they go after Mox. Mm-hmm. Which would also be cool. Yeah. Like there's all kinds of ways. I do want some kind of dojo to happen. Whether that's Moxley joining or whether that dojo goes after Mox. I hope it's Mox joining and then they actually start a dojo. And uh, <laughs> some, somehow Mox brings in Shooter uh, from England too. Ooh, Shooter Umino. Yeah, <laughs> because I just want them together again. I do still love that uh, that that photo of of Shooter where he uh, where they redid that photo of Moxley with the with the whiskey, but it's mm-hmm. uh, Shooter and he has just has a big big jug of water <laughs> yeah that was awesome yeah yeah it's uh it's good mm-hmm. okay so next we had a v- a very nice lovable vignette by keith lee yes um big smiling verbose mm-hmm. keith lee essentially saying that he's here he's limitless he is the first entrant in the in the face of the face of the revolution ladder match. And this is the the one of the only times where um what's it what is it where uh, you don't save the best for last. Yeah. Um he's saying that he's not stopping there, he's gonna win the ladder match and then he's gonna move on to the TNT title. And yes, I absolutely want that. That's exactly what I want. I want him mm-hmm. to roll through that match. I want him to go for the TNT title. Um, and based off the next match that we got on this card, I would love... We could be seeing a big man ladder match. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was going to... Yeah, because the match we have next, and then this Friday, it's 
Hobbs versus Dante Martin. So potentially three of the dudes in the match could just be giants, and it's going to be awesome. I hope that's what like, they who do. Else, who else do we have? Because how many people were in it last time? Six? Six. I think six or seven. Yes. Yeah, so. so you can put Lance Archer in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to, Miro needs to come back. Miro could come back for this. Yeah. And then just, it's just all meat in the ladder match. <laughs> it'd be kind of awesome, but it'd be weird that there's no high flyers in a ladder match, but it'd be awesome. Like It'd be <laughs> great. They would just be picking up the ladders and swinging them like clubs. <laughs> yeah. All strength build. Or like, just like the most agile big man match ever. Mm-hmm. You yeah, got Wardlow who can do a senton. You've got uh, Keith Lee who could do a flip off a ladder. Mm-hmm. Got... <laughs> It'll be wild. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of Wardlow, the next match we had, it's Wardlow versus Caster in another qualifying match. This was a, mit- a mismatch. Um, the only way that Caster's only shot was interference from Bowens. And he did that a lot. Yeah. they. I mean, even, with the, even though it's interference and stuff, they gave Caster a lot in this match. Yep, more so than anyone's gotten against um, mm-hmm. against Wardlow. With you could argue more than Punk had, or maybe just as much as Punk. Mm-hmm. Um, Caster got a few a few shots in, as well as he got saved as a result of Bowens like pulling him out of the ring before he could get power bombed from between Wardlow's legs, which I liked. Um, Bowens managed to do the uh, Wardlow ring slip uh, mm-hmm. where he, he dropped the chain behind uh, Wardlow's back and Caster grabbed it so that when he went up to hit him with the power bomb, he punched him in the face with the chain. Yeah. It was good stuff. Um, Bowens got, or Caster got a near fall off of that, but Wardlow, of course, he overcomes. He hits the power bomb symphony. The power bombs looked brutal mm-hmm. and then he he hit bones with one for his troubles and that was probably the most brutal yeah that one looked rough and sean spears the whole time their double team and stuff is just sitting there <laughs> doesn't do anything until yeah, wardlow's power bomb both of them and then he comes in and does the yeah chair wardlow's on the wardlow's on the uh on the top rope doing his doing his celebration he turns around sees that sean spears has hit them both with chairs and again so mad mm-hmm. he is so mad um and then we next we had a very strange segment where we're in the back um brit baker is she's there with her crew with hater and rebel and mercedes martinez and they're talking about mercedes martinez's match with thunder rosa and how her only job is to take out thunder rosa and she says she's going to. It's uh, it's her wheelhouse. It's no DQ. Mercedes leaves to go down to the ring, I guess. And John Kreese walks in from yeah. Karate Kid fame, from Cobra Kai fame. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's, that's not even a Warner Brothers property. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah that's, that's um, what I think. Just like, oh, Synergy was like, wait, they're on Netflix. Like, this is... <laughs> He must live in Tennessee or something. Previously, were they were YouTube? Yeah, he must live in Tennessee. Yes, he is. He's local. Yeah, yeah. so that had to have been it. So yeah, so he he uh, he comes in and Baker asks him, "Like, 
what do I do if if she can't take it if she can't take her out? He's like, you show no mercy, you finish her off. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you, this is this is weird and good and um, all right. <laughs> As yeah, I, I, I loved it just because I'm a huge like Karate Kid Cobra Kai fan. So yeah, me really too. Cool. As, a, as an eighties kid, it's yeah. great. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't care. They had, was this before or after Melissa Joan Hart was in the crowd? I don't know. Clarissa explains all in the original Spring of the Teenage Witch. I was like, what's going on here tonight? (laughs) It was very strange. Yeah. Um, She's kind of gone down a weird path, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she, um, Danhausen's wife uh, posted a picture uh, of them meeting her backstage, and I guess she's like a huge fan. And Dan Housen was surprised at how big of a fan she was of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It was a pretty funny picture of like her like <laughs> fangirling out, and then like <laughs> it's funny. Well, that's nice. <laughs> okay, so next we have another fantastic segment. We have Hangman. He's in the ring. He's with Tony. Tony asks him a question, essentially about uh, about his scars and his. His stitches from his match with uh, his match with Archer the week before, and he gets maybe one or two words out before Adam Cole interrupts. He comes down to the ring. He grabs a mic, and uh, he he thanks uh, he he's he congratulates Hangman on the wars that he went through to get that belt. He talks about the war with with Kenny talks about the war with Brian Danielson with Archer. He said, you know, you have earned the right to call yourself a W champion, but you know what? I've also been a world champion in every single company that I've wrestled in. Um, and, uh, and then hangman says, it's like, Oh, you know what? I wonder what it must feel like for, for you to leave your friends behind and watch them all create a revolution and a wrestling company all without you. Um, and then Cole said, it must be weird to see your, uh, to see your uh, old stable mate and roommate holding the only, Oh yeah. Sorry. Then hangman says, it must be weird to see your old roommate and stable mate holding the only title that you will never hold. Mm-hmm. And then Cole says, "Ah, oh, friendship's funny. That's that's a funny word that you bring up because um, you don't really hang out with the Bucks anymore, do you? I haven't heard them say your name in weeks. And what about the Dark Order? Aren't they your crew? Where have they been? Like that's weird. You kind of just dropped them, eh? As soon as you won this title, he said, "What kind? What kind of friend are you?" And then Hangman says that he's not perfect, but Cole." Cole doesn't have the Cole doesn't really have the best track record with friends either. Like he's like, how how did it uh, how did it go with Kyle O'Reilly back at your uh, previous employment? Mm-hmm. And then Cole says, "You know what, man? We've known each other for ten years. You're a great champ, but now but now I'm here. Now Cole's here, and and whenever we're in a promotion together." Like people know you're the hangman, but they know that I am the best. I am the best, Adam. You're you will always be second best. You'll always be the the second best, Adam. <laughs> and then, 
And then he says, when the two of us face each other, respectfully, the best man will win. And they shake hands, and he smiles, and he walks away. And I'm thinking, and he's smiling as he's walking away, and I'm thinking, okay, I feel like Adam Cole's kind of trying to get into his head here a little bit mm-hmm. by not attacking him, by sort of playing the the good opponent, by playing the respectful challenger. But then, of course, as soon as he smirks, um, Red Dragon comes in from the other side. And I did not expect this. I thought this was just going to be him trying to get in Hangman's head, yeah. knowing that Hangman's the anxious millennial. And he's and I thought he's essentially doing what Kenny was doing before when mm-hmm. he was facing Hangman. I thought he was just trying to get in, into his in his head, bringing up all his same old demons. But no, in comes Red Dragon. They're beating down Hangman. Adam Cole runs in. He he's beating him down. This is just undisputed era doing undisputed era tactics. Then strength. Then we got security run out to pull them off, and then we got Dark Order running out afterwards with undisputed era running out of the ring, and then strangely, inexplicably, <laughs> ten. 10 of the Dark Order just starts beating up the security. Beats all of them. For no reason other than, (laughs) I guess, he's frustrated. I think that's what it's supposed to be. He's just so mad. He just starts taking it out on the security guys. Uh, I mean, it would have made more sense if the security guys blocked them from the ring. Yeah, like Adam Cole beat them off or something. Started taking them out to get to Adam Cole. Mm Mm-hmm. But instead, Adam Cole leaves, and he's just like, fine, fuck it, I'll beat these guys up. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. And then afterwards, they announced that it's going to be 10 versus Cole on Rampage. It's like, all right, uh, I don't really have to watch that. Well, Ramp- <laughs> we might, Rampage is on super early tomorrow, so. Oh, yeah, so maybe I will watch it. We'll see. It's six my time. Like, I'm just barely getting home from work. But <laughs> Yeah, you might miss it. <laughs> yeah. Especially with Horizon coming out tomorrow. I don't know, AEW. I love you, but... Yeah, it's more around the time when I would be watching TV, but it's also mm-hmm. right around the time when uh, when my partner and I start watching our shows. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I have a feeling I might end up missing it, but it is mm-hmm. just a one-hour show, so... Yeah, yeah. Maybe I mean, I'll always, be, I maybe haven't I'll set to record, so I'll just always just watch it later, <sighs> but... Yeah, our PVR, our PVR, we, I don't know, our, our box doesn't do that. It doesn't do the record. I would love that. Mm-hmm. But also, where I am, it's only, I can only watch it online on the computer oh, through, yeah, sure, sure. through the, through the website. It's weird. Like they don't actually have it on the TV. It's on like their extra channel. Hmm. It's kind of annoying. That's just for Rampage, though. Oh, okay. For I was about to say, do you have to do that for Dynamite too? That's no, no, no. That's uh, for for Dynamite. That's on TV, but for the uh, for Rampage, it's same company, but they have it on just like their extra thing mm-hmm. that you have to watch from your computer, which is kind of annoying. I can still plug it in, but mm-hmm. it just means that for normally, if I were to like miss the first half hour, I can just turn it on and click play from beginning, mm-hmm. and I. That's sometimes how I watch it if I can't get to it right away. And oftentimes I'll have missed like the first 10 or 15 minutes of Rampage. And I'm like, I don't feel like turning it on now. Because often the best match is the first match. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. That's how they normally set it up. Okay, so the next thing we have was Proud and Powerful versus Jericho and Hager, and I really liked this match. Oh, man. This match was... Actually, this match was awesome and shocking. Everyone involved seemed like they were putting forth a really good effort. (laughs) Well, here's the thing is Jericho and Hager are very good as a tag team. They have been every single time, and for whatever reason, they keep like abandoning that and mm-hmm. going with just Jericho and singles runs. But them as a tag team is great. They've mm-hmm. had great matches. And this is actually the the second banger they've had with Proud and Powerful. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah when they did the inner circle, like who's the best team on the inner circle or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so this was really good. and Yeah, and Hager, before... I don't know what he's been doing, but he's shredded looking. Yeah, man, he looks fucking ripped. Yeah, he's shredded looking. Jericho looks like he's lost a lot of weight. Jericho Jericho is crazy with his weight fluctuation. Yeah, he'll gain a bunch and then he'll lose a ton. Yeah, it is. I don't know what he's doing, but it mm-hmm. is, it's like he starves himself for a week. It's probably it's what he real does. skinny. Probably doesn't then, drink or anything and just It's funny cuz like he'll he'll be skinny one week and you're like, "Holy shit, he looks good." And then a week later, you're like, wait, he's fat again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he just yo-yos back yeah. and forth. And then I guess that happens at that age. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm, I mean, I'm 36 and it happens to me. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I go one direction. Yeah, that's pretty I much just, right. I just get fat. Yeah, that's pretty much what happens to me too. So, sometimes I lose a little bit, but then yeah. it, it always comes back. Yep, yep. So, but I a, yeah, I was going to say, it, while they look slimmed down and shredded, like Santana's like bulking up. He was looking huge. Santana's looking good. Yeah, you like in a good way. I don't mean like he's fat or anything. I just mean he's no. He's, he's on. He's, he's on that Buddy Murphy workout. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All chest. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So at the beginning of this, Kingston's music hits. He comes out. He's wearing that Liquid Swords shirt, looking awesome everyone's so happy to see him crowds go nuts yeah he got one of the biggest reactions of the night yeah kingston got the kingston pop mm-hmm. um and this is long island so they're kind of new york no they were in tennessee last night oh yeah they were yeah why did i think south. they were in long island i don't they're coming to long island soon i guess that's why that's yeah, why because they mjf was on the poster <clears throat> yeah so this this was awesome he they loved him. He he's seconding proud and powerful to the ring, which I loved. He gives them the mm-hmm. fist bump once he gets down there. Yeah, and then they start this match off, and Santana is just beating the dog shit out that of Chris. Opening Jericho. chop he gave to Chris Jericho <laughs> was loud. Yeah, and you don't normally hear chops like that outside of the Indies mm-hmm. because of the big stadium setting. You don't normally hear that, but that mm-hmm. was a loud chop. And the he and Ortiz just whooped that old man all around the ring, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, Jericho's side would get the uh, would get the momentum back on their side, and then Jericho and Jericho and Hager would isolate Ortiz. Um, and this is where Jericho and Hager they really they showed how good of a tag team they were. They looked really good. Mm-hmm. I loved Jericho at one point, just grabbing Ortiz and just repeatedly slapping him in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. And why I love that is because the fans would start to boo Jericho yeah. when that happened. And he's doing that on purpose because when this feud first started, the fans didn't know who to cheer for. 
because mm-hmm. Jericho, he'll always be a face unless yeah. he get unless he gives you a reason to otherwise boo him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fans will default to face because he's been a face. He hasn't had he hasn't done a heel turn. Mm-hmm. This is kind of his heel turn right here. So, um, like this was kind. Of, this is kind of a face versus face matchup. So yeah. he had to do something to get the booze because you want Santana and Ortiz to be the faces here. So he has to do some underhanded shit, such as the slapping, which I loved. Um, but then they got the hot tag. Um, Santana and Ortiz hit the street sweeper, which Jericho kicked out of, and I was so pissed. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that i wonder if like maybe hager missed his cue maybe he's supposed to break up the, the pin or something I, I don't know he was out he was out of it at that point he oh, he okay. wasn't in the last five minutes of the match they took okay. him out um but yeah so jericho kicking i don't know this this match kind of ended in reverse mm-hmm. um jericho kicked out of the uh street sweeper which i hated because it's like a fucking doomsday device kind of yeah. thing yeah so I wasn't a fan of that. Um, but then Jericho, the, they went for the cannonball in the corner and Jericho caught the cannonball. Yeah. And I, the popped. That was I was cool. like, holy fuck. It's like, Jericho, good for you. That's mm-hmm. impressive. And then he reversed it into the walls of Jericho, which was fucking awesome. Really cool. And I, and right when that happened, it's like, oh my God, no. He's going to win. That's so, what I thought too. I was like, oh shit. It's like no, no, no. He's gonna win, but no. Eddie Kingston, he he comes to the ropes and he encourages Santana to get to the ropes. It's so happy he gets there, and then Jericho Jericho hit his springboard drop kick and kicked Kingston off the ropes, mm-hmm. which got again the fans to boo because Kingston wasn't doing anything. He was yeah. on the apron, but he wasn't like he didn't take a swing at Jericho. Jericho took a swing at him. So that's again really good. And JR pointed out he's just like, oh, Jericho kind of was the aggressor there. Mm-hmm. Like Kingston wasn't doing anything. Yeah, really good call on their point. Encouraging Santana. And then Santana and Ortiz do the discus lariat combo for the win, which again doesn't seem like a finisher, but they've been finishing teams off with that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a rev- they're not using the right move. Yeah. Like they got to be using the street sweeper. The street sweepers dope. Use that. It's got a cool this, name like, too. This lariat combo. It's like a lariat with a trip. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of. It's kind of a nothing move. But they it, they've often used it as a finisher in AEW. So I don't know. I guess fine. <laughs> but I'm ecstatic though mm-hmm. with the win for them. Um, looks like we're getting we're, we're gonna get Jericho versus Kingston. Um, we're getting a Jericho versus Kingston confrontation next week, which is gonna be amazing. Oh yeah, Kingston's going to eat Jericho alive. Yes, I cannot wait for that. Jericho's gonna like nana nana boo boo, and then Kingston's gonna be like, "Shut the fuck up, old mm-hmm. man!" Yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna. Let me rip off that toupee. Come here. Yeah. <laughs> Hang you by your hair. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fantastic. I cannot wait. It's going to... Uh, I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. But only if Kingston wins. And I think he will. Because I think uh, Jericho's role now will be the 
established veteran that's there to put over the younger guys. Not yes. that Kingston's a younger guy, but like with Cody uh, gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not younger, he's but he's, he's a fresh face to like a more mainstream wrestling crowd. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you can't have Jericho go over Kingston. You can't. Oh my gosh. That's not it cannot happen. It cannot happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So skip the next segment because we already talked about it. Now, moving on to Mercedes Martinez versus Thunder Rosa. This match was chaotic. This match was brutal. Yeah, this match was great. I love this match. Brutal pumps. Some dangerous spots where what they were trying to do wasn't working, but they did them anyways, and they (laughs) persevered, and it looked cool. It looked gritty. It was just... It was gnarly. It was really gnarly. So... This match starts off. I loved Mercedes Martinez coming down to ringside with the lead pipe and then just standing, blocking. Yeah, she didn't even ring, get in the ring. Waiting at the bottom of the ramp with the pipe. I thought I was like, Jesus Christ, she's a fucking Dark Souls boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. It's like, fuck yeah, Mercedes. Mm-hmm. This is cool as hell. Um and she met uh, Thunder Rosa down there. Thunder Rosa knocked the pipe out of her hand with the with the chair. With the chair and the cool um, Game of Death or Kill Bill outfit, whichever one you've seen, or both. Tribute outfit, which was cool. Yeah, loved it. Loved that. Um, I love the punches that Mercedes Martinez throws. It's very Kane and Undertaker, like the underhook mm-hmm. punch yeah. to like the underneath the jaw. Yeah. I've always that's always my favorite punch. Yeah. That like under uppercut yeah like a quick under yeah under jab i don't even know what you'd call it <laughs> yeah it's so cool but she does mm-hmm. it she does it exactly the same way that they did specifically like uh like kane's punch mm-hmm. love it absolutely love it they battle into the crowd rosa goes up and takes a terrifying looking dive off a barricade that was just shaking like a like a leaf as she was on it. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy holding her hand, uh, like a fan holding her hand yeah. for support as she was standing up on it. And apparently that was the friend of, do you know, like the church of Joshi? Yeah. 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 People it was one of them. It was their friend yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was there. Yeah. I saw that. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So uh, awesome. But when I saw this, I was just like, that shit's gonna collapse. Mm-hmm. Well, she's well, not. She's not heavy. When they, yeah, when they went to into the crowd, it looked like they just tried to do a regular toss into the barricade. But the whole barricade flew when uh, Rosa threw Martinez into it. Like it just all fell over. So. She took a fucking header on that. Yeah, <laughs> like they were concerned about her when that happened. I kind of mm-hmm. missed it. Um, Rosa hit uh, a running. Rosa hit a a stunner, which I really like, like a stone cold stunner, which I mm-hmm. like. I love because of all the stone cold, um, yeah. uh, returning rumors for WrestleMania. I thought that was really cool. Um, Mercedes hit a fisherman buster on a table that was propped up because she's trying to, or no, it was a Thunder Rosa was trying to put up a table. I think a leg the, broke on it, right? Yeah, the leg was yeah. broken and it wouldn't work. So she's like, fuck it. And yeah. just <laughs> propped it up because she's like, this is the spot we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, then, but Mercedes got Mercedes got the better of her. 
hit her with a fucking fisherman buster that looked gnarly. They yeah, slid yeah, down it, it. It made the spot look more brutal the way they it was. did, and it oh, still yeah. broke at the bottom too. Yeah, so it, it it I think it worked out better for the the match. Yeah, it just it's like they hit a wall and just slid <laughs> down it yeah. like a cartoon. It's yeah. gnarly. Um, Rosa smoked Martinez with the edge of a trash can, and then that, Mer- yeah. And then Mercedes gave her a receipt by smoking her in the throat with the lid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, oh, gee, ew. <laughs> like, they were fucking giving it to each other. And then that fucking spider German. That was, oh, man. It was beautiful and gnarly all at the same time. Rosa got folded. Yeah, yeah. Rosa takes some gnarly bumps she knows how to fold herself in half. yeah as i said she's very flexible so it looks brutal whenever she does them it's like when she took that pump kick from jade that one time mm-hmm. and even uh alley catch was like rosa you good yeah. <laughs> after the match she's like oh jesus mm-hmm. um yeah and then this is where excalibur stole my line and mercedes got foisted by her own petard because <laughs> she set up a pile of chairs and then Rosa's like, yeah, I'm going to drop you on your head on that. Yeah. And she dropped her on the head for the win. Um, Rosa shows respect. She's lifting up Mar- Martinez with the handshake afterwards. I really like they're both really wobbly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they Baker, both look like they well, they have been too, but they both look like they went through hell. So <laughs> Baker and crew come out. Baker goes, she's consulting with Kreese. Who's yeah, who's at, watching from the front row? Who's who's at the front row, and he's telling her to finish it, to end it. Hater and Rebel pounce from behind. They're laying into Rosa. Mercedes gets up. She's standing with them. Baker hands her the lead pipe, tells her to finish her off. She hesitates too long, so Hater jumps Mercedes. Uh, Baker is laying out, is still laying out. Um, Thunder Rosa. Setting up two feuds from one match. Yeah. Nice economic booking. Yeah. Um nice multiple storylines happening here. This is this is how AW books. Mm-hmm. I would still like to see more matches for the women, but this is how I want the matches booked. Oh like yeah. This. Yeah. It sucks we only got one match this week when they did two last week. Yeah, it's it's like if we're only if we're gonna but, get another match, it's only that five minute one. But whatever. Yeah, uh. but this show didn't have any like down matches or anything. Where you know usually we have, well, you could have put another women's match in this segment. This show didn't really have that. So no, it, this match it, didn't it, have a down match, or this yeah, show it, didn't have a down match. This, yeah, the show didn't have a down segment really. Yeah, 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 yeah. This show's excellent, and uh, the women's match was oh, fucking just incredible. So I'm okay with one match this week. But <laughs> yes, um, and hater and hater versus uh, Mercedes Martinez is going to be awesome. Fucking slugfest! Mm-hmm. That one's going to be terrifying to watch. They are yes. going to yes, drop they, each other on their domes. Yes, they both know how to take bumps that look scary and stuff. So it's going to be it's going to be hard to watch. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't even know who would win. I mean, actually, they both kind of need a win. Which yeah, is I was gonna say, interesting. Maybe they don't go into the feud right away. Have them win a couple matches so you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the next next we have House of Black in their creepy church. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I love that they're just in their fucking like religious garbs and mm-hmm. so serene. Like Brody, Brody King in this. In the ring is a giant wild animal, mm-hmm. but in these vignettes is very calm, very reserved. I really like that about him. He he looks like a professor. Mm-hmm. It's like it's really cool. Until he rips off the shirt and he's got all the tattoos. Yeah, it's just covered in tattoos. It'll eat you alive. Yeah, really cool stuff. So uh, Malachi's talking about violence begets violence. He's playing with his tarot cards. He's telling us the future. He's telling us some other things, but it's hard to understand what he's talking about. It is, it's some wild mystical mumbo jumbo. Yeah. And Brody asks Malachi calmly what they're waiting for. And Malachi says history Mm -hmm. and and then you see a figure begin to emerge in the background and then it cuts but that is it's confirmed buddy matthews Mm -hmm. and it looked like buddy matthews and it and sean ross confirmed that aw is bringing in buddy matthews he was hearing from people within the company like wrestlers within the company saying that we believe he's coming in. He's saying that they've been trying to get him since January, which mm-hmm. to me sounds like they're trying to work out visa issues. Yeah. Or maybe they were just waiting to, to build this yeah. storyline with mm-hmm. house of black because to bring him in in January wouldn't have made that much sense. That's true. That's very true. Although that's only a month away or a month ago. So, Oh my gosh, it's you're right. It feels so much longer. <laughs> I was like, that was just a month ago. So, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah. Um, So, that's cool. I don't really, I mean, I like that he's at least going into this stable with these three guys. Because on his own, I think he would absolutely get lost. Yeah, he would for sure. Because, like, it's not all that different from, like, a Tony Nese, who (laughs) we haven't even seen on Dynamite. In a while, yeah. But um, he, he did post that picture of him and Matthews online, and they both look uh, yoked. They, they look like He Man characters. Yeah. They look like He Man figures. Like just they, yeah. Like they look like those proportions do not work. Yeah, for yeah, especially how anatomy. Yeah, and especially how fluid they are in the ring too. It's kind of nuts how they're that big. <laughs> yeah, I cannot wait to see Buddy Matthews though. He works a fantastic match. I would like to hear him talk too. I would like to hear a lot of these people who we have never really seen talk, talk. Because mm-hmm. we heard for the longest time that uh, Brody Lee could not talk. And then yeah, he showed he up was awesome. and <laughs> was one of the best guys we ever had on the mic. Mm-hmm. So put a mic in, Bro- in Brody King's hands. Put a mic in Buddy, Buddy Matthews' hands. I hope that Buddy Matthews' name is just Matthew. Because it would yeah. fit more with uh, the House of Black, with the House of Black, Black. Yeah. I, I can't remember who said it, but after the Book of Malachi in the Bible is the Book of Matthew. Hmm. Like okay. it, it just works. Mm-hmm. Like you don't don't have him named Buddy. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> hey, buddy, you just said this goth monster stable. Hey, buddy. <laughs> But yeah. when he, if he does come in and when he does come in and Kenny comes back, I want to see that match because oh, yeah. both wrestle a very similar style. So it'd be cool. Yes. Yes. It'd be uh be very fun to watch that. Lots of knees in that match. If he wrestles. Bizarro Kenny. match. 
Um, then we actually got a Jay White promo, mm-hmm. which I really liked. Um, Jay White, he says, like, he's like, hello, AW Faithful. Without Jay White beating your uh, AW's favorite, Kenny Omega, for the uh, for the USA uh, IWGP heavyweight title, Kenny might not have never left New Japan. If if Kenny had never left New Japan, that uh, AEW would never have been formed. So you're welcome. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was cool. This was cute. This was funny and kind of true because uh, Jay White beating Kenny started the slow downfall of Kenny mm-hmm. from New Japan, from Bullet Club. It was what that's what started the descent that uh, had Cody going after Kenny. That yeah, because had... he he tried to bring Jay White into the Bullet Club. Jay White rebuffed him, joined yeah, Chaos. Joined Chaos, which was I was always like, that's weird. And then he, yeah. after Kenny left, he ended up joining Bullet Club. But <laughs> then Kenny lost to Tana mm-hmm. afterwards. But and Jay, Jay White, White beat Tana after that. Uh, yeah, uh, Jay White started that started the downfall of Kenny, mm-hmm. which led to him joining AEW. So it's kind of a cool storyline for them to tell. Yes. I can't wait for the eventual Kenny versus Jay White. I think we might get that. Oh, yeah. If this promo is anything, that's definitely what they're doing. Because when Kenny comes back and sees the Bucks and everyone hanging out with Jay White, he's not going to be happy. Because like the Bucks said last week or the week before, it's like his arch nemesis for a while. Well, it depends where... Uh... Where Jay White's allegiances lie. Is it going to be with the Bucks? Is it going to be with um, Adam Cole? I still think he's going to bring in Gorillas of Destiny and we're going to get a three-way, three-man feud. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be very cool. Okay, so now we are on to the main event. It is time for the main event. Yeah. This match is awesome. Darby versus Sammy started very different from the previous match where they just fought for like 10 minutes before the bell mm-hmm. <laughs> and just murdered each other. And then the bell rang um, and the fans, the fans were absolutely wild for this match. Mm-hmm. These guys are such freak athletes. Um, Sammy dropped Darby on the turnbuckle and Darby just bounced like, to the fucking moon, just like bounce, like yeah. straight up and out. Then there's a sent uh, Sammy draped him on the uh, on the on the ropes and did a senton on him, which again, Darby that bounced. one looked gnarly, so gnarly the way Sammy bounced or uh, Darby bounced afterwards. <laughs> yeah, he fucking slingshotted off of that. Mm-hmm. Then. Sammy hurt his knee on a moonsault press, which he's incredible at selling leg injuries. Mm-hmm. I feel like he sells one every match because he's always doing these crazy moves and he folds up on it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when he goes down on all fours, he folds his legs behind him. It's awesome. Darby hones in on that knee, of course. Uh, Darby's stretching out the knee in the tree of woe position, which was just like it can't really be hurting him that much, but it looks like it did. Mm-hmm. Um, Sammy hit a Spanish fly off the top rope. Then he 
this is the uh, the one part where he kind of did a they did a small little tribute to Cody here where Sammy goes to do the crossroads the crossroads and Darby counters it into the figure four. So they both kind of called out Cody there. Mm-hmm. Um then there's an awesome counter of the D- GTH into the Last Supper pinning attempt, which I really like because I thought it was like, okay, here Darby wins it here, wins the mm-hmm. title. So Yeah, was that the first time somebody's kicked out of that? Probably not, but mm-hmm. close to it. Like I feel that he probably did it against Punk and Punk got out of it. Oh, okay, yeah. Um I think somebody's gotten out of it before. Probably. But yeah, it's it's <laughs> been pretty it's been quite uh protected though. Mm-hmm. Um then then Sammy goes for this senton, misses Darby on the apron, just crushes his back. I think and, he might have legit knocked the wind out of himself the way he curled up after that. <laughs> oh yeah, he, like he seized. He was mm-hmm. seizing after. Um and it's funny. Darby has or not Darby, Sammy has said that he said like, "Oh, I'm young. I'll just go to a hospital and they'll fix me." Mm-hmm. Like after his matches, he's like, "Ah, oh, don't worry about it." So he takes be that these, young. Yeah. He takes <laughs> these stupid stupid bumps. Then Darby, he's going for the coffin drop. Jose runs up on the apron, and I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" I was like, mm-hmm. "Who's this man? Is this a is this a new debut?" But no, it's Jose. This brings out Sting. Sting tosses him into the barricade, but this allows the ref to get distracted. Andrade runs in, cracks the tab- Dude, he his tablet. He bent that tablet over Darby <laughs> over Darby's head. Like he hit yeah. him so fucking hard. And Darby just crumples on the mm-hmm. top rope. Really great sell on his part. Yeah, he I liked just, him just sitting up there afterwards, too. Like, he didn't fall down or anything. He just looked like he died. Yeah, he just died on that top rope. Mm-hmm. Sammy looks up. He's like, well, fuck it. My leg hurts. I need to retain this. I see a dead body perched up on the top rope. I'm just going to GTH this boy. So mm-hmm. he gets him up. GTH. He gets the win. He's hobbling to get this. Then. Then after the match, <laughs> um, like Andrade's walking away, he's gleeful, and then fucking Matt Hardy runs down. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I didn't like this part because I was just like, what the fuck? Like Matt Hardy runs in, he just starts like pounding on uh on Darby, which like, that doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. It was like, I don't know. Because Andrade already did the damage. He runs in. He just gets a few punches in him for for what? I don't know. Then he runs back out of the ring. Uh, Sammy chases him away. But in comes Andrade again. Cracks Sammy in the head with with the tablet. The tablet turns on, which is funny. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then he holds up the two belts. One of them isn't a real belt. Um, I still don't know why Sammy has both the belts. Nah, it's dumb. Yeah. I think if they it would actually be funny if uh when on if Andrade wins the belt or if someone wins it the the person goes like what the fuck and just dumps one of them in the trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That's... Did Andrade steal the belts cuz he walked out with them. I think <laughs> he might have. <laughs> and maybe maybe he'll be like why do you need two belts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and tosses one in the garbage. Maybe he gives one to Hardy, I don't know. Pawns it. <laughs> But yeah, so 
So this seems like we, I might have, I jumped the gun saying that Andrade and Darby would be, obviously the Darby would be in the latter Yeah, match. I thought they were both going to be in it the way they talked about how like, you want the TNT title? So do I. So I thought that was them setting it up, but it seems like I'm, they're just going to go for the title. Yeah. So what I think is going to happen, we're either going to get Andrade versus Sammy next week or the week after. Or we're going to get Andrade versus Sammy at Revolution, which would be a good match for Revolution. That'd be a very good match. But it seems like we're going to get Andrade versus Darby at Revolution. That seems like the match they're building. Oh, towards. yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Like maybe Darby costs Andrade whenever he gets a TNT title shot. And then. Yeah, so maybe we don't have all the matches for Dynamite next week. So <laughs> that could uh, that could be it. Um, but yeah, I thought. Uh, I thought. Hardy's involvement. That was the only thing that confused me, but it seemed out of place because Andrade was leaving and then Hardy just ran past him and just got a few punches in on Darby. Mm -hmm. Like, what? Why? Maybe he misses Q and he's like, I'm still coming out. (laughs) I don't know. It seemed weird. Mm -hmm. It's like, why would you guys do it like that? Yeah. (laughs) But, anyways, I did like Andrade holding up the. Like, I liked Andrade's involvement. I just thought Hardy was unnecessary. The TT belt looks cool with him, too. So. Yes, it does. He looks good with that belt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Rampage, we have Cole versus Ten, which, eh, whatever. Um, Trent versus Jay White. That's going to be fantastic. Yeah, it is. Dante versus Hobbs. And then something I don't like, five-minute deed challenge. So that's the women's match for Rampage. Yeah. It's like that I'm not a fan of. Cut the Cole versus Ten. That doesn't need to be there. Yeah. You get give no a, um, give a real match. Come yeah, on, you get no Jade this week on any show. Maybe something's up though. She does have a kid and stuff. So ah, no, eh, she can't. She doesn't have to wrestle every week. She could. She might I be wrestling want, on Dynamite next week. So I just want to see her every week because I love Jade. But I do agree. I do agree. Um, and next week we have House of Black versus Penta and Pac. I, that's the second match they've had, right? Yes. So, so I, I imagine two. Phoenix. I don't know how long he's. He probably comes back, and then we probably get. We're getting Dark Penta. Yeah, Dark Penta. Probably get the mystery person from House of Black. Yeah, we'll probably get get, uh, Murphy or Matthews. Matthew, whatever the fuck. Yeah, then we get a hopefully a trios match at the pay per view. Then we get the first of the two tag team battle royals again. Mm -hmm. I can't believe they're doing two of them. Just yeah. I don't, I don't like that. Like do a battle royal, and then the losers who didn't win the battle royal have to do a gauntlet match. That way, you know, or something like that. Yeah, it's like just doing the same thing twice, which mm-hmm. is now you guys just have to come in one at a time. Like really, all right, that's or just do one battle royal, and the final two teams they're in the triple threat match. They better have some cool stories in this, otherwise, I think they normally do. Yeah, it's I don't know. <laughs> I think uh, people might be like, what, again? That's true. That's why I'm saying they should do a gauntlet. When yeah, no, a gauntlet would be cool. The, the, the only thing is it, it takes up a lot of a show when you do the gauntlet. That's true. But it you was just good, do the like, gauntlet in was order of the elimination? Time, but... mm-hmm. Gauntlet in the order of your elimination? Like yeah. first team eliminated, first one in, the gauntlet? Yeah, 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 yeah. That works, that works. Yeah, that would be cool. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to do battle royals. So. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I don't know. Got to, got to fill up all the time we have. Mm-hmm. 
and hopefully a Jade match, hopefully, well, or maybe a Baker slash Hater slash Mercedes. I can see that a tag match between them or a Hater Martinez singles match because Britt versus Thunder Rosa is definitely happening at Revolution. Yes, which absolutely. I would bet a bunch of money on Thunder Rosa winning. Oh, absolutely! It's her time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She is so over with the crowd; they love her. It's crazy how over she is because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny how one woman can be so over, and then other women who are fantastic mm-hmm. get crickets. And you're like, what is it about Thunder Rosa? I mean, I love her, but what is it about her that separates her from She's everyone got cool else? Face paint to such a degree. She's got cool face paint, cool theme song. Yeah, because <laughs> she came in like when she came in the first time when people didn't really know who she was. People, she got the pop. <laughs> it's like what how yeah <laughs> all right well, okay cool whatever you can't argue with it but mm-hmm. it's cool as hell all right so i guess we are let's call this one this is yeah. this is a good amazing episode. dynamite even if the uh, ratings don't reflect it yeah amazing strange dynamite. and yeah. also i don't care yeah i don't care either <laughs> like oh, they're wow. gonna fluctuate with a like uh like up or down two thousand or 200,000, whatever. Yeah, it seems to be the case. They'll dip below a million, and then the next week they'll be back at a million. And then, Yeah, it it, it really doesn't matter. We People don't have to overanalyze it. Yes, but they will. Yes, they will. <laughs> but there's... Whatever. <laughs> yeah, don't care. Yeah. All right. Good night. See ya!